Welcome to Brave Being the Podcast, where we jumpstart you and your child's journey to living your bravest life. Hey, everybody. This is Bridget here. You're listening to Brave Being the Podcast. Welcome. It's wonderful to be with you all, as always. Just a quick update on our scheduling and how things are going. Um, We'll return next week with our mental health series about kids. I felt this week it was really critical to address the potential post-election feelings you may be having. And really, truly, the irony of this is it's being recorded prior to election day. And I have absolutely no clue what the outcome will be. But I am guessing if you are like me at all, you're either feeling a absolute hell yes or an absolute oh no with a couple other exploitatives um, attached to that. The purpose of Brave Being the podcast is really not politically based, but certainly we are very aware of the impact that our climate and culture and all sorts of things and how that influences our own personal process. So it is impossible not to, at times, when these things feel very relevant in our world, to spend some time kind of tending to them and and the emotions that you might be feeling in conjunction with them. We don't know, I don't know right now what the results are. And quite frankly, I'm hoping today that this will help you in recognizing that maybe the results, whichever way I wanted them to go, is not crucial to my own internal process and my own ability to create groundedness and neutralizing in my own life. We know that this is one of the most imperative elections of our our lifetime. And because of that, the feelings and emotions that are impacting us are quite significant. So the goal here is really to create a balanced, neutral foundation for wherever you might sit today, um, regardless of whether that outcome was what you wanted or whether it is something that you didn't want and are really uncertain about how we move forward. Again, the reality is I just hope you voted. I don't care who you voted for, what you voted for, where your belief systems lie. I think that there's going to be a huge influx of those of us who feel great about the outcome and those who us don't because the way the system is structured is there's a winner and a loser, which leaves some of us feeling in the state of hell yes and some of us in the the oh no. And the composition of these two things, if we consider them to be emotional states, I'm kind of coloring them a little bit to make them more interesting. They're very extreme. If I'm in a hell yeah, then I'm feeling like really elated. I'm feeling really excited. I'm feeling really optimistic. Like it's very extreme. And if I'm in an oh no, I'm probably extraordinarily disappointed, experiencing like some 
paralyzation, in my sadness, feeling not optimistic, down, things like that. And I've talked about extreme states before, but I want to reemphasize how extreme states are not the most useful to us, especially in situations where the reality is we have little to no control. Okay, so that might take a second for you to kind of marinate on. A political election is certainly one of these things. And while I hope you did your part and casted your vote, the experience of this often propels us into these extreme states because we have little to no control about like the extended external world. So I get to decide how I cast my vote, right? I'm not in a political position. And so therefore, I'm not influencing others in the way that I see. And most of us are not in that particular space. And so it leaves us with little to no control about others and how such thing like an election would be influenced. And when we find ourselves in states where we sense we have little to no control, we really get easily propelled into these extreme states. And extreme states usually focus on one of two things. It's either very future-oriented or it's very past-oriented. In this particular case, our feeling of hell yes or our feeling of oh no is really future-oriented. And when I say future-oriented, what that means is I am having thoughts and experiences internally that are being influenced by what I perceive is going to happen. Yes, you might be saying to yourself, okay, well, yes, we voted. The outcome of the election is this. Like that's happening in the present moment. And that is true. But the results or the outcome or the things that you think will occur because of that decision are very future thinking. When I'm thinking about the future associations with this particular result, this is where my extreme states start to come online and I start to experience a greater sense of being ridiculously optimistic and hopeful or gravely disappointed and upset. And this isn't useful to us. We know that anytime I move out of my present moment, what's happening for me in the here and now, we really lose focus on what is imperative and necessary for our being right now. I can propel myself into the future, enter into these extreme states that are going to be influenced by things that haven't potentially happened yet or things that I think may occur or not what's actually going on right now. And the more extreme states that I enter and the more future thinking I become, my attention really moves away from what I'm actually in, what feelings actually exist for me in the present moment, because I'm either 
really thinking about how great life potentially will be in six months and how there won't be a pandemic anymore and how amazing and great that is, although we don't know if that's true. Or I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, in six months, there's still going to be a pandemic and I don't know if I can handle that anymore. And we don't know if that's really true. All we have is what is actually existing in this moment right now. So throughout this whole process of this year, I was just speaking to my mother about this, of like the heaviness of this year, you know? Like I feel you in that. I can't even begin to describe, you know, how difficult it's been for myself, how difficult I've seen amongst others, you know, the the heaviness of the election year, the pandemic in my own life, becoming a parent, you know, maintaining a business like this. It's a lot. And it's so easy for me even to get flung into my future thinking and my extreme state. I either find myself being like, oh, well, when this is all over, I'll be fine. So I'm like justifying and rationalizing, even though that's not what's happening right now. I'm not helping myself establish or articulate any helpful tools for this moment of how to cope with what's going on right now. I'm just hoping for it to be over. Or, you know, I found myself thinking things are going to get worse before they get better. And again, like still trying to like justify and move myself out of my current moment. And often in my current moment, I have lots of things to be satisfied about. I have lots of things that I can really grab onto as a solid foundation, as calming, as soothing. The future will always orient me to fear or an extreme state. So I must always in this year, I've found I've had to do a lot of meticulous work on bringing myself back to the moment here and now. So I want to invite you right now to the here and now. Out of the shadows of your extreme state that is extremely seductive and alluring, that often promotes distraction, avoidance, fantasy, disappointment. And I want to bring you back into the reality of our moment as you stand right now. You are here. You are breathing. You are alive. You are healthy. You can take a really deep breath and just notice how your physical body has so much life. Your heart is beating. Your mind is thinking. Your eyes are blinking. And this in itself is a phenomenal gift that we just often overlook because we're so wired to be thinking about what's next, thinking about it being better, thinking about it being worse, thinking about what will happen rather than can I just be right here. The strategy to come back 
to this present moment is monumental for our brain. This is what absolutely provides us clarity. It provides us peace. It provides us groundedness. There's no way that when I just oriented you back to your moment, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're sitting, you're listening, right? You're just right here that you didn't feel some sense of, ah, that's it. You didn't feel some sense of groundedness, safety, security. Now, of course, your mind immediately is going to want to propel back into the future, find some extreme state. And the thing about this is to stay grounded and to stay in my present moment absolutely takes work. It absolutely takes a level of consciousness to not allow myself to swing into the terror and the fear and the overwhelm and bring myself back to my seat where I sit right now, recording this, speaking to you, the joy, the elatedness I have in being here right now. If you're finding yourself immensely excited about the election for whatever reason, I certainly don't want to take your joy away. But I want you to remember that the present moment is truly our place for resource. What happens before us, what happens after us, it doesn't matter. This is the moment where I need to be in order to make the important decisions for my being, for my life, for my purpose. Extreme states and future thinking results in us abandoning this, disowning it, and minimizes our ability to bring these much-needed tools, even in our potential joy, to ourselves to sustain our future challenge or excitement that may arise. If I don't have this skill, then my highs are going to be really high and my lows are going to be really low. And I think I'd rather shoot for balance than to have that ping pong going on in my life and world. We know for sure that we have to consistently tend to our well-being and our emotional health. You know this. I speak of this. I talk about this. And today, the idea is to not get derailed into these extreme spirals of emotion in effort to be better served, an effort to be of better service in our own lives, in our own world. Today, I don't know. I may be devastated. <laughs> as well. I may be terrified. I may be hopeful, right? Whatever that is, is going to be temporary and it's going to be fleeting. And that's okay because I want to come back to my present moment. Because in my present moment, I have some sense of control of what I put my attention to and what I can take care of. And that's myself. I am the only thing that I can take care of, that I can control, and that I can tend to. And that being true means that I want to do the best stinking job I can do of taking care of myself in order to influence what I can. And I know that seems simple, you know, and it might even, when I say it out loud, I'm like, oh, that sounds like I'm kind of playing small, right? Like I could, I do have 
the possibility to influence and impact like so many people. And, you know, maybe I should get a career in politics. I don't know, right? In order to really change the world. But I have to come back to my present moment. And my present moment says, what I do is enough. Taking care of myself, being the influence that I am in the community that I am in, that's enough. And it makes my ability to embrace discomfort and a high level of discomfort that exists in our world. It makes my ability to do that so much stronger. I don't get overwhelmed by the fantasy of what could be or overwhelmed by the outcome that could be or the ideas that could be. I come back to right here, right now, which is just me speaking to you with a smile on my face. And that means that I can handle the outcome of this election without intense fear or overwhelm or inflated hope or optimism. And I think, of course, that might disappoint some of you who don't want to not be excited or don't want to not be disappointed. But my centeredness in the reality of my current moment is what is important for my own life and my own being. Feeling a hell yes or a oh no doesn't aid us in our personal journey. Your mind may think it does, but I know that my groundedness in the present moment and was what aids me in laying the foundation for the bigger picture of my life. If I decide to wallow in the oh no, that will begin to impact my motivation, my inspiration, my own purpose, my own mission my own influence, my own being. It will create a misguided focus within me and a lack of attention on what's truly important to me. However you're feeling today, remind yourself to come back to your moment. Embrace what is and what is around you. Minimize your hopeless or hopeful future because it's neither. It's neutral. It will be what it will be. And whatever it is, as long as you can come back to your moment, I know you can handle it. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next time.